Thank you for being here. Your microphone. Oh, oh that is it, that's into the mic for Yeah, you got to talk in the mic. Hey, right? I, no, I know, I know. I just thought uh, <laughs> I thought it was one of those ones that said, if I'm too close, it picks up my thoughts. Oh, <laughs> so, God, I wish I had that hair. Like, yeah. Which one? Mine? Yeah. Oh, thank I you. I don't got the confidence. Really see, I told, see, people like my hair. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Horror Bin Podcast. Uh, get your legends ready. Uh, we have a very, very old school episode today, a very old school movie for today. Uh, bringing it with us, at, entering into the pod, we got Mike Menendez. Well, Mike, thank you for thank you so much for being on here, but I know we, were, we talked extensively. We tried to figure it, uh, whittling down and figuring out what movie to do. Uh, for this one, you had a lot, a few good selections. Yeah, I well, the thing was, and just to get into the, I know you, you want to ask my uh, my experience with horror movies. Yeah. So I used to work at Blockbuster, like in oh. 2009, for about like, like four months. And what was great is that Blockbuster, you could have like two rentals at a time. Mm -hmm. Like they gave you two free rentals at a time if you worked at Blockbuster. Right. And I was the kind of guy that I'd get the two free rentals and I'd watch them that night. So, like, for instance, I watched The the Sopranos. The first time I watched The Sopranos was way after it had ended, and I watched it two DVD sets at a time until I finished it in, like, two weeks. Nice. So that you remember when the DVD sets, each each box would have, like, oh, yeah. six episodes or whatever, you know. Uh, and then uh, once I got done with, like, stuff like The Sopranos, I would go to the horror section, and I would just find these very weird titles. So the one that I originally wanted to do was this, this one called Shrooms. Right. Which is just about a bunch of kids in uh, Ireland, I believe, that take shrooms and they all start getting murdered like in the middle of nowhere. It's like countryside. It's like a really beautiful, beautiful looking film. Yeah. Uh, it's just insane as a plot uh, because everyone's on shrooms. So like the, you know, the constant thing is like, oh, is what we're seeing real? And that, unfortunately, that is what takes me out of it most mm -hmm. of the time. So then I kept thinking back and back and I, I was like, uh, oh God, what movie did I, I started to go through Tubi and I clicked on, and I was like, oh my God, Urban Legend. <laughs> I own that movie. Yeah. I owned it. I rented it from Blockbuster when I was a kid, and I liked it so much that I bought it at a bargain bin for like two ninety nine, and I owned it for a long time. <laughs> it was it was just I, I there was just something about it I really liked at the time, and it was partly because I was I was like a horny boy, and like like most of the the women that you you have crushes on or anything like that they appear in these type of movies like Scream and I know what you did last summer and you know yeah the the, the Nev Campbells the Jennifer Love the Jennifer Love Hewitts those those types. Um, and yeah, I just I Urban Legend Urban Legend was a movie that I forgot for a long time, and then I remembered it recently because I also love going on Tubi and going to the slasher section mm -hmm. and clicking on random titles, just random ass titles. I just like the 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 worse the title, the better. Just like uh, you know <laughs> Mother's Day too. I'm like that sounds awful. I want to watch yeah. that. Um, and I was reminded Urban Legend, and then I rewatched it. I was like, "Oh my god, this person's there! This person's there! This person's there!" Yeah, and we'll get into all that. But yeah, that's why. I, well, that's why I picked it. Yeah, you already said it. I mean, today's episode, we're talking about Urban Legend from 1998. Uh, real quick, let's have a look at the trailer. All right. Last week we discussed folklore. Let me get more specific. This is what we call an urban legend. You got Robert England, mm -hmm. Rebecca Gayhart, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Joshua Jackson. Oh! 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 They are 
the legends we <laughs> And then the music. I love the fun music. Terror Reed. Michael Rosenbaum. I feel like they took the trailer music from American Pie. It's just. Yes. <laughs> it's too jovial for There's, how many people are about to be murdered. They, all the all of them in this, they're like the worst '90s teens ever. Yeah. Like in, t in terms of personality and everything. <laughs> now the music switches. She could have been any one of us. What if there is a lunatic on campus? What is he gonna do next, huh? Maybe put spider eggs in bubblicious? The idea of an urban legend serial killer. It's a stretch. The call's coming from inside the house. Could it be an urban legend? And I, <laughs> I love Michael Rosenbaum. But oh, yeah. man, is he really trying to play unlikable? Not a, not so much unlikable, but like really trying to play that um, stew from Jamie uh, Kennedy from Scream, or uh, oh, you mean um, you mean Matthew oh, Lillard? Matthew Lillard from, from oh, Scream. I, th yeah. I, I think he's trying to be more Jamie Kennedy. Maybe both. I think maybe both. The combination of both. <laughs> the abandoned fraternity. <laughs> This part. That, yeah, that was by far the big, and we'll talk about that in a second. For those of you who don't know what's in the microwave. Uh, oh, it's, it's, not, it's not bagel bites as the instrumental will it's, tell you. It's more like beagle bites. <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't a beagle, uh, but it was it's a dog. It's your terror is what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, for those that don't know, like I said, Urban Legend uh, released in 1998, yeah. uh, directed by James Blanks and mm. written by Silvio Horta. Yeah, so I found this out really quick before you move on. Silvio Horta is, uh, as you know, I'm, I'm Cuban-American uh, from I Miami, did, Florida. I did saw, saw this. He is Cuban-American from Miami, Florida. He went to Coral Gables High School, which is the, my, my mother's high school. Oh. Uh, my mother's older than him. Uh, and then he goes on to create Ugly Betty, which if you watch this movie, that's why tonally it just doesn't match up. No. Like at all. The dialogue just doesn't match up at all. Uh, and then uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. He, yeah, he did yeah, pass away. He passed away a couple of years ago. Mm. And, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I found that and I was like, oh my God, a Cuban, a Cuban American guy? Someone from like my, where I'm from and my culture wrote yeah. this thing. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, and like we said, star-studded cast oh, in yeah. this whole thing. Got Jared Leto, uh -huh. Alicia Witt, uh -huh. uh, Rebecca Gayhart, yeah. Michael Rosenbaum, Tara Reid, Joshua Jackson, uh -huh. Robert England, Loretta Devine, uh, Julian Hitchens, who plays, as it says in the cast, uh, Weird Janitor. Yes. Uh, but you might recognize this guy who played Death in Supernatural. Uh, Brad Dwarf. Dwarf is in it. At the beginning, Chucky. Chucky's the voice in of it. Chucky. You got Chucky. You got Frank. You got uh, Freddy Krueger. You got Death. You got Freddy Krueger. The two. Well, do you know who? Uh, do you know who the main character's roommate is? Um, she did. Uh, she kept on looking familiar, and I Dan could... so that's Danielle Harris, mm -hmm. uh, her goth roommate who ends up getting uh, uh, strangled while the while the roommate's in the room. But yeah, she thinks she's having sex, and then you know the next morning the blood says, "Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light?" Uh, Danielle Harris is the little girl that Michael Myers is trying to kill in Halloween four and five. Really? Yeah. Yep. I did not know so that. So that's that's what I really love about the cast is that there's this like weird balance of of horror royalty 
uh, teen heartthrobs, mm-hmm. and then uh, one person who is way too good to be in this movie. Yes. And I, I think we're on the same page. Are we on the same page with who that is? That, say, let's say at the same time. It is, it is one, two, two three. Joshua Loretta Jackson. Goddamn. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Jackson is definitely not too good. In the, no, I think no, he's no. in the wrong role. I do think he's in the wrong role. He is. Uh, it, uh, he's one of those characters where you're, you're like, yeah, for sure. He's gonna be the first person, one of the first people killed. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Loretta Devine does seem out of place in this whole. In I think this whole she's thing. too good to be in this movie. She's mm-hmm. way too good, and that unfortunately speaks to. Um, uh, just how little jobs uh, black women were being offered, especially in the 90s. In yeah. And like, I, I knew her, but that's because I was a fan. Like, I knew that she was the the original uh, lady in Dreamgirls in the 70s on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tears the house down. Yeah, I knew her from, like, all the TV shows she had done, like, you know, Different World, stuff like that. It's, like, I I had already known her as as royalty mm-hmm. um but to see her in in this movie i was like why does she she play such a somewhat bit part i mean well i mean she ends up she's the hero of the yeah, entire she, she movie. gets yeah she gets the one up on the killer and everything yeah but. that's 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 honestly my favorite part is that she's the she's the hero and they very much <laughs> set up from the moment you see her where she's like she's playing with her she's playing with her gun watching coffee uh with, yeah with Pam Pam Greer and she's practicing just like saying freeze and everything like that. Like it's it's clear that she's going to be like this weird black exploitation character mm-hmm. in the middle of this uh, Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh slasher thriller, <laughs> uh, and that's that's what makes it funny. Yeah, that's what makes it really funny because there's other attempts to be funny in this movie that are just just Paul flat. Just flat, like yeah. when Joshua Jackson hits his beat up car and the Dawson's Creek theme song comes on. It's mm-hmm. like I don't. It's like it, that's such a cheap joke. Unless you and especially if you, unless you're watching it during the time when it came out, that joke probably hit a bit harder at yeah, the maybe. time. At the time, <laughs> but like we watching, I'm like I had to like look back and be like, oh yeah, he's in Dawson's Creek. That's right. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Lorda Divine, I did enjoy her in this. Uh, and having that like final like one liner. So the killer's just like, who do I kill first? Any, mini, miney, boom, mo, mo. bitch. Me and my <laughs> brother always, used, me and my brother always used to laugh at the end when uh, when Rebecca Gayhart is doing her um her big speech, uh uh you know why she d- did all the murders and everything. Like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then when when Loretta Devine comes in and she's as uh you know uh, Alicia Witt is getting her uh her liver uh, stabbed because she's about to get her liver taken out. Uh, Loretta Devine says, freeze! And she goes, get against the wall, you loony sacko bitch. <laughs> Me and my brother, we always would rem- you rewind. Bitch. You loony psycho bitch. <laughs> Me and my brother would always rewind that over and over again and just laugh. Because right after the next line is her putting her hand on Alicia Wick going, like, it's going to be okay, sugar. <laughs> just like that back to back is just so amazing. But do you know, but, but to... To speak to a point of how uh, of how bad it was for mm-hmm. for black women to get any work in Hollywood in the nineties, uh, there there's a sequel to this movie. Oh, there's two. Yeah, it's Urban Legends Final Cut. Yeah, and um, there's only one person from this movie that reprises their role it's in the next movie, Loretta Divine. and that's Loretta Divine. Yeah. She's a new security. <laughs> she's still the same security guard she's at another college full of point, of clueless white people and uh, <laughs> overly educated, underthinking white people. While we're on the yeah. subject of white people, too, yeah. the back story that that she has uh that he uh what's her name what's the uh character's name um uh, natalie uh that natalie has in terms Ugh. of like her having that record of her and her friend played that 
urban legend prank on the guy. The, the with gang the, high beam initiation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the fact like, oh, we got on from probation. I'm like, white women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh, man. And, and it's only fair, though, that the killer ends up being another white woman. Oh, yeah. Who, whose big plan is not only to get revenge, but it's also, and at the end of my grand plan. I'm going to fuck Jared Leto. Fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> That's that's her that's her reward. Which by the way, that's the ultimate white woman serial killer ambition. Just like I'm gonna get everything I want to done, everything I want done professionally, and then I'm gonna bang a movie star. <laughs> I was on board with a lot of this until yeah. she was like, "I'm gonna have Jared." <laughs> not, his name's not Jared Leto in the movie, but <laughs> it, it, it frankly should be Jared Leto. Yeah, I mean, there, okay. I will say, young young Jared Leto, '90s Jared Leto, maybe early 2000s Jared Leto as an actor enjoyable a little more engaging he not as pretentious as and as we know him now no but here's the thing also just not as good because oh the, no god no because the thing is is that i remember you remember when he does the clap uh when after she makes the, the like, i'm gonna get i'm gonna get paul jared leto's character and he mm. comes in going great just amazing plan and basically trying to turn it on her like i know oh, you're a psycho yeah, yeah, but yeah. i still love you so when she looks at him and he goes like yeah we're great we can be together just give me the gun and then Rebecca Gayhart goes, you're cute, Paul. But you're not that fucking cute. I really wish you would have said, you're cute, Jared Leto. But you're not that fucking cute. Because that's basically my review of Jared Leto's performance in this movie. <laughs> which is just, you're really cute. I mean, when he, when, when you have to believe that he's a guy who's like, I want to win a Pulitzer one day. I was like, wow, you can write, but you clearly can't read? That's mm -hmm. crazy, dog. Um, <laughs> that's why I would have, I frankly would have switched Jared Leto and Joshua Jackson. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I yeah, think, that's yeah. I think Joshua Jackson would have made a better like uh He has more personality. Where, like Joshua Jackson has a bit more like Well, you would believe him as a more ast like a studious like kind of asshole trying to get what he wants. Like have you ever seen him in The Skulls with Paul Walker? No. Yeah, that's a really good movie. Yeah. That a lot of people haven't seen. Uh The Skulls with Paul Dude, Walker. Dude, you're you're booked for more episodes. Oh, Don't good, really fantastic. worry. I would love to do The Skulls. <laughs> Uh, the Skulls is basically about this poor guy that jo joins like a secret society, but he's mm -hmm. very ambitious and stuff. And he's on the rowing team, and he's a and he works in the kitchen of the cafeteria. And Joshua Jackson is completely believable as this guy. Okay. Um. So I think him as the and then I think just just Jared Leto in this movie makes more sense as the guy who just tries to get laid and yeah. he's a snowboarder and he's kind of a dick. I think it w that would have been better. Yeah. Frank, it's not a it's not a stretch for him. Because he's a beautiful, he's beautiful, he's a beautiful man. This movie, yeah. Very, but that's that's all he is. Because he just doesn't match. And I'm not shitting. You're just, on, you're just a pretty face, yeah. kid. I'm not, and I'm not crapping on Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto's really good. And and I think in like Requiem for a Dream, he's perfect. Yeah, he has his moments. He has his moments. Yeah. I just think you need to that that speaks to casting the, the guy. Mm. But here's another thing that's also wrong with the casting. I don't like the lead. Yeah, she's not very. She's not. She's well. Originally, so these were the other people that were that turned down the leading role: Reese Witherspoon, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh -huh. and Melissa Joan Hart. Okay, I think probably Jennifer Love Hewitt would have been a better fit for this, and maybe but Reese she, Witherspoon okay, would have been my but, second choice. Yeah, I I think over I, what's her name, Alicia uh, Witt. Yeah, I think Alicia Witt was yeah, she just was not. She just was not very good. She she probably should have been like the girls. Like if there was like a, she probably should have been uh, the first girl that got killed. Yeah. Mancini. Because Mancini, the the actress that plays uh, the first girl that got killed, she's supposed mm -hmm. to be like the Drew Barrymore. Mm -hmm. She's not likable at all. I don't care no. about it. I mean, she's like, 
she's like like uh mistreating a guy with a speech impediment and stuff like that just yeah. completely you know and, and we get it it's brad dwarf it's brad dwarf again he's so creepy or we like understand that. but, it's but. Just like, I, I feel nothing for her when and the axe goes through the window mm. i was just like eh, just one less crappy person on the road yeah and with how much <laughs> <laughs> and with how much like violence and a lot of it's implied violence too because like there's very well, it has little to be implied because rebecca gayhart swinging around an axe for <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's a part where, where Tara Reed's getting chopped up. Yeah. Uh, and if you look, <laughs> the axe is clean. Yeah, the axe is the axe clean. The axe is clean on the third strike. Oh, yeah. No, and then it, to, to which I was like, wait, are we going to, or is this going to be like, because again, I didn't know anything about this movie going in. Right. I'm thinking like, dude, is Tara Reed going to be one of the killers? Like, for real? Like, is that why we're not seeing this right now? I was like, really? And then, you know, Loretta comes in and like sees like they just that hand all bloody and kind of yeah. fucked up. And it's like, oh, my God. Um, but uh, but I mean I mean like I mean not that I need not that I need Gordon not that I need like to visually see the violence happening or anything. But when you don't when you're not showing even like the hint of it, it leads me especially in a slasher movie. It leads me to believe like okay maybe that person's probably involved. Because I remember you you texted me being like let me know yeah who you think it that's, is. That's a great point. Because yeah. at no point like. Scream, they do, they overly set up that, like, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. And then this Billy, one, Billy gets stabbed, and then uh, he says later, like, it's corn syrup. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay, what I saw was bullshit. And then with this one, until, like, we started getting to the halfway point, I didn't start even suspecting really anybody. I'm like, right. I don't know who it could It could be. I, I don't know who it is. Nobody's putting any effort to be suspicious yeah. for me. Um, last person I thought was going to be Brenda. <laughs> Right, uh, yeah. gay, gay hearts Actually, I think the last one would have been Loretta Divine, even though that would have been that would have been that would have been the best. What one. a twist! That would have been the best one. <laughs> and and I would have loved that she just said just just said a Foxy Brown line as her motive, just like just like because you crackers had to go because you, you crackers had to go, you know, some shit like that would have been great. Um, but, what what would you say uh, best kill in this movie for you? Oh, honestly, I think it's the spikes with the, uh, the the Dean, the Dean. Yes. Because I think the thing about a good kill is that it makes us think like it makes us think about it. Like when we like when we're in our life, mm -hmm. like I think we've all been in a garage with those spikes and we thought to ourselves, oh, my God, it must be terrible to get impaled by those spikes. If you, yeah. ever, get caught, if you ever get caught under it, this guy gets run over and, run and spikes. Over in spike well he after his heels are cut yeah his heels are cut because the guy's under the the hood of the car another mm. urban legend and then the and then they, he runs him over with the spikes and everything like that um and it's just it's it's amazing it's, it's great it's best 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 death i wish we got to see how robert england dies yeah we you, didn't get you, to you, see how he died you yeah. book robert england you kind of want to see him either kill or be killed yeah in something it's only fair you've seen him kill so many people yeah yeah uh was there ever an urban legend that you were always like i gotta i gotta be on my toes about like i still like i'll like especially if it's at night i will look in the back of my car the gang high beam initiation was one of the, really especially because i've done a lot of cross-country road trips and everything like that yeah kind of weirded out when anyone's like flashing their high beams at me or anything like that mm. or like if someone's on the road and they're they're uh if it's just us two and their lights are out I'm just like they they know their lights are out. I'm not going to flash them or anything like that. That's the one that always scares me the most. Just okay. like uh yeah, I'm like cuz I I do believe that one is is real. I think yeah. I think people have been killed for less on the road. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, and and that's also that's one of my favorite things uh, to talk about what I like about the movie. The idea of someone murdering people according to urban legends. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. 
It's a great idea. It's almost yeah. like seven, like where seven is just about, you know, it's all it's like based a, on the deadly sins and everything. Yeah. There's something very cool about that. And if it was executed properly, there's another world where this, and it comes out like maybe before scream mm-hmm. and is not doing, that's where it probably got, it really probably got hurt. Well, it tried to be is, just like scream. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It tried to be just like scream. Um, and it's not anybody's fault. It's, you know, the, the guy was like an NYU student that was working at Nordstrom. He just wanted to sell a damn script. Yeah. And then the director was like a first time director that had made a short and he, you know, um, so they probably just wanted to just do what worked already as opposed to like seven. You got David Fincher, who's been already, uh, he, he directed, uh, you know, alien three, I believe. And then, uh, he had done a bunch of music videos with Madonna and everything mm-hmm. like that, like a real artist. So he understood the aesthetic that he had. Yeah. Like seven is easily messed up in another person's hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I just, I love that idea of someone getting killed according to urban legends. That's great. An aesthetic. Yeah, the I like, a, I like a killer with some with 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 some style. Yeah, with some style. Well, speaking of style, theoretical style, uh, no visual aesthetic style. I hate the killer just in an oversized. Just, I parka. hate hated that so much. Yeah. yeah, the the coat, no real signature weapon or nothing. Just a just an axe. Just a run off the rack coat. Yeah, the hood just pulled. The only time you ever see any hints of a face is they're driving, and you just see just the eye, just the eye, just the eye poke out. Just like I got, well, I got to keep an eye yeah. on the road. It's just a person. It's just uh, you remember uh, Ralph, uh, Ralphie's brother from Chris- from a Christmas story. He's just got. Way oh too yeah, much where he's just yeah. That's that's basically the killer. It's Ralphie's <laughs> little brother. It's like, come on, you guys! I gotta go back here, you guys. Come on! It's just an yeah. And in the next one, Urban Legends Final Cut. I don't uh-huh. know if you've seen it. No. They at least try to do a mask. It's like a fencing mask. Okay. It's like a, it, someone's being killing everyone behind a fencing mask. And it's not good either. No. But at least they try. Yeah. Because the thing about things like Scream and Halloween is like they're great thriller wise. But they got an iconic look. They have an iconic aesthetic. Yeah. And a, and a, it's just a really cool mask. If you see somebody in that mask, even though it is uh, a uh, William Shatner mask, an altered William Shatner yeah. mask. Yeah. Now it is no, that is Michael's mask. Yeah, Michael wears the yeah, Michael wears the jumpsuit. He Chucky's the doll. Jason has the hockey mask. Blah 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 blah. Everybody has that signature look. This one, had no right when it first shows the the killer and everything. I'm just like I'm not I'm not invested in this in this this character's uh yeah like you said aesthetic. And and I think I think the director knew that because one of the next movies he directs later on is called uh, Valentine. Uh, it's about people getting killed on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, the killer wears like a cherub mask. Mm. Kills people in a big overcoat and a cherub mask. Okay. <laughs> but the problem is, is that the cherub mask is very like very small and the coat is very big, so it does look like a like a baby <laughs> in an overcoat <laughs> killing people. But I get, I get, I'm like, I bet he's like, at this time I'm gonna have a cool mask. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. figure this out. We're gonna do it right this time, guys. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the thing, man. You gotta get you gotta get lucky with a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, they got lucky with Loretta Divine. Oh movie. yeah, she's Lo- by far the best out of everybody. Mm-hmm. She does not belong in this movie. She has done everything from sitcoms all the way to Oscar award winning movies, and she could do. I went to go see uh, a taping of the Carmichael Show. Uh, oh yeah! Remember uh, when Gerard Carmichael had a show? I went to go see a live taping of it. It was cool. It was like uh, you know, Rel, uh, Lil Rel and uh, Tiffany Haddish were on it. This was before they were famous. You had David Allen Greer, but then Loretta Div- Divine came out, and I was already a huge fan of hers. And Loretta Divine comes out, and what's fun about it is that you could see what these people are like when they're working, mm-hmm. like how they carry themselves, how they interact with crew and everything like that. And, and Laura Devine comes out and she comes up to the audience. She goes, thank you so much for being here for our taping. And I was in the back just going, ah, <laughs> Mr. <Mister> Rattle! <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
was just so because she's royalty. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah. And she's in this crazy underdeveloped movie. <laughs> and then she's in the next one too because she she needs the check. It's it's mm. sad that she needs the check. She's working. She's but, working. She's putting that work in. But honestly, you haven't yeah. seen the second one. I haven't seen. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. Okay, so I think the best line that she says in the you two know what? Movies... Hold on, we're gonna look up that trailer. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna be wrapping up right now, but let's. Are we gonna wrap up already? Oh, we gotta no. wrap up already. But what, Urban Legend, what was the name? Urban Legends Final Cut. Final Cut. Eva Mendez is in this a year before. Is she, she does, really? Before she does Training Day, uh, uh, Joey Lawrence of the Lawrence Brothers is in it. Hilarious. Yeah. The main character was was uh, one of the ladies that was on House. <laughs> That's what's really cool about these like slasher flicks is that they get people at like the moment. If if they do it right, they get people at the moment before they kind of blow up. Yeah, here we go. I got a good story. (laughs) (laughs) Killer who murders eight students. Urban legends. They had this like creature on the wing of the plane. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) We've all told them. True story, right? All heard them. You're going down. Is she fucking in a plane? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Oh. Jamie Lee Curtis, right? It's about film students. Oh my god. But these students are daring. Urban Legends, scene six, take two. Yeah. To film them. The movie is about a serial killer whose murders are all based on urban legends. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's this girl. She puts her hand down. And if her dog licks her hand, she knows everything's okay. Cannot be the dog. Anthony Anderson. Oh, that's Anthony. Right. Yeah, he's also in this. Yeah. It's an urban legend. Like that girl who eats a burrito with a pregnant roach and all the eggs hatch inside of her nose. No. It's a tradition during final. So much more killable people in this one. Oh, yeah. Everyone screams. Someone is turning legends. Yeah, Yeah, that mask is not helping at all. Into reality. Dude, that looks so real. Not enough blood. You don't think it was real? OJ left more blood than that on the Bronco. (laughs) You crazy. All right. The shit that they they made. (laughs) The shit that they made the one diversity hire say say in front of... Oh, man. Gotcha. She's one hell of a Whoever's <laughs> doing this is gonna come after you again. Trust me. Just an urban legend. Urban legend, my ass. See, that's ah! my favorite. I think that's what the best of her too. Urban legend, my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and this this gets into soap opera like level of plot because there's a guy that gets killed. And then the day after the funeral, she runs into that guy and goes, oh, Trevor. And he goes, no, I'm his twin brother. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up, boo. Oh, I twin boo you. brother. Dude, I'm definitely looking up this sequel for sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, for this one, it's it's for sure. It's in the bin. It's it's in there. It's in the mix. But uh, overall, where would you put it in the bin? We like we have the top for like the easy go to's the middle for those hidden treasures. And the bottoms for like just this is a horror movie that doesn't need to see the light of day. Where are you putting it at? I'm gonna go just for everything that I said. What makes it unique? It's a hidden treasure. Okay. It's a hidden. It's a hidden treasure that you get out of the the darkness where the movie should not see the light of day. <laughs> uh, you have to pick it out. It's on there. the. It's on the bottom of it's the on, middle. It's a, yeah, it's hey, on the bottom yeah. of the middle. Uh, because I think it's worth seeing. 
just to see like what happens with everybody yeah. later on in their career. Uh, and then seeing the people that are hot at the time and the people that become hot later. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's definitely worth it. Cause I'm, I'm much more of a slasher guy than I am a specter person. I don't like specters. Like mm-hmm. I don't like, uh, there's a supernatural force. It's like, great. You're just going to make up every rule that you can as, as long yeah. as you go. Yeah. Slashers are, it's, it's its own unique thing. Bigger, big in the '90s. This one definitely came out at the right time in terms of like that slasher craze. Well, I think it also came out and, at the wrong time too. It came oh, yeah, out wrong time. later yeah. than everything else. <laughs> than it should I mean, in terms been. of like just the craze of the genre for oh, slashers, yeah. it came out '90s. That's yeah. was slasher time. But like in ter- yeah, in terms of like mm-hmm. it came out two years, two years after Scream. That's that's kind of like what it, it did it in. And the biggest thing is, and I, I cannot repeat enough, it's. It's a horror movie where Loretta Devine is the hero. Yeah. That's where that's what separates it from anything else I've ever seen and kept it in my brain. 100%. Yeah. I definitely put the scare scare rating around probably maybe more around the 6 5 range. Yeah. Not particularly a scary movie. And in terms of just a movie rating, I definitely put it at a 5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. in terms of just Oh yeah. It's enjoyable, but enjoyable not for like, I want to watch a film. No, this yeah. is a movie. <laughs> this is something that if you're like high, like at two o'clock in the morning yeah. and you have friends that are like, uh, you guys know any, any like bad horror movies? Like we have to watch Urban Legend. I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mike, thank you so much for being here. You got this camera right here. Let the people know where they can find you, what you got going on. Cool. I'm at Mike the Menendez on um, Instagram and TikTok. And uh, that's M-E-N-E-N-D-Z is my last name. Mike the Menendez. Um, and I I do a lot of stand-up, man. I do a lot oh, yeah. of it. And I'm always performing in Los Angeles. I perform a lot around the country. So please follow me and I'll be posting about it. And uh, I got some cool projects coming up this year that I can't talk about just yet. But I, you know. Hell yeah. Make sure to follow him. You guys can follow me at Julian F. Comedy on all the things. Follow this podcast at mm-hmm. Horror Bin Pod. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, share, comment, do all the things, uh, and come back and see what else we're going to pull out of the bin. But again, Mike, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for bringing this. We're definitely, like I said, we're definitely going to have you back. I want to come back. Yeah. 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 Um, and like we always say, aren't you glad you didn't turn off the lights? Bye. We're out. Bravo.